previously on the bullshit podcast. Hey Tom, um, not gonna be able to make it because uh, it's happening. It's 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 really happening again. We're we're gonna have a little. Oh boy! Oh my God! It's a little boy. Bullshit, man. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Everything that guy just says, bullshit. 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 The Bullshit Podcast. More handsome than all the Wahlberg brothers. Combined. We never, I don't know, we've known each other. Obviously, we're on the show together, but we've never actually had a meet cute. Maybe this was our meet cute. Bromance. Our bro cute. Our meet bro cute. Let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to hear Good about timing. this. Don't talk about it now. We it's, didn't start. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. But, yeah. no, we'll get real there. quick, though. What did, he, what did he mean? What did who mean? The announcer guy. What did he mean? Wahlberg brothers. As in the Wahlberg brothers? Like yeah, Mark like the, Wahlberg and his brothers? Oh, like four brothers? That movie? No. <laughs> they're, they're real human beings. They're real brothers. One of his brothers is an actor, Donnie Wahlberg. He was in, what was it, Saw 2? Saw, yeah. saw two. He was in Four Brothers. No, no, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg was. Dude, there's Donnie, there's Paul, there's Robert, there's Arthur, there's Jim. There's a lot of... They own a burger chain. Well, yeah, right. Wahlburgers, yes, right? Yes, that's Mark Wahlberg and his brothers, and they sell burgers, hence the name Wahlburgers. Which one was a new kid on the block? Was it, that was Donnie, was too. Was that Donnie? That was Donnie, okay. too. Oh, oh, oh. So, so Four Brothers and Wahlburgers are not like... No. It's not a sequel or a No, no. Four Brothers is a movie starring Mark Wahlberg... The Wahlberg brothers are real people who are all related. They're brothers. And, and they all have the last right, name. Okay. Anyways, as always. Uh, my brothers are handsome, uh, okay? Have, <laughs> you got the right stuff, okay? As always. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. As always, okay? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, as always, we have Nate. Hello. And joining him, Whiska. We don't have, uh, we, we, we don't got Dan or Dr. Z today. No. Everyone canceled. They're cancelers. <laughs> yeah, they're a bunch of cancelers. It's fine. We're talking about our date today with Dan anyways. We'll get to that later. I'm, I'm spoiling. No, just go, go ahead Let's get, and get to it now. Let's bring, no. let's, uh, bring no. us into the show, Nate. What, what the, do we got lined up for us today? Well, <clears throat> we can't. first off, we can't talk about the show. We definitely can't talk about our, our mandate uh, until we get some beer in us. So let's pass it off to Whisker for his weekly beer segment. Okay, so as always, each week before we get started... Have to thank the band Psycho Stick for collaborating with us. Hell yeah. They are awesome. Go check their stuff out. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's not. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Let's go drink some beer. Beer. So the beer I chose this week, it's kind of a local favorite, even though you can't buy it in the state. But it's a neighboring state. As I pour, yeah. 
Yeah, but you can't buy it in Illinois, which sucks. Yeah, you're right. Illinois does suck. <laughs> it does. So the beer, the beer that I chose is from. It's called Spotted Cow. It's from New Glarus Brewing Company in. Wait for it, New Glarus, Wisconsin. The only state worse go. than Illinois. Mm, I don't. We'll talk about that later. So anyway, this is a, it's an easy sipper of a beer. I really really like this beer. I don't think I've met too many people that don't like this beer. Uh, it comes in at four point eight percent alcohol which is you can have tons of these and be good to go it's american cream ale um and it's it's astounding so the sweetness of it kind of leaves like a robust and almost like belgian style farmhouse taste if you've ever had any of those but that's about it i highly recommend it and go get some Uh, dude intellectual very thorough explanation there at the end i dug it drive to wisconsin for it it's that robust good. no we've tom and i have driven through wisconsin on a few occasions and i've i never want to go back there on purpose <laughs> i guess going to get beer is is fine but some of the funnest nights i've ever had in my life were in wisconsin hell well, yeah you're up in madison for a while so yeah. the halloween the halloween parties that madison throws every year are unmatched oh no 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 we were we were in parts of wisconsin that like I don't know, like a, they, like an, they haven't it, even been charted yet. Yeah, like yeah, they're like, they're off the map. I would say like an Illinois four, like that's a Wisconsin ten. So that's how that's how far out. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, All right. yeah. yeah. No. I, I want to know where you guys were then. Jeez, we yeah, it's uncharted we, territory. Don't go almost, back. We almost drove off the road too, like <laughs> with a cooler full of beer. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> Tom drives a hundred miles per hour in a thirteen seater van, <laughs> listening to dubstep. So yeah. Ooh. hey. Guys, let's get hit that exit. I go to the bathroom. All right. That sounds like a great time. (laughs) Never again. Don't drive with Tom. It's terrifying. Anyways, everybody, we have a jam-packed show as always. Today, it is all about movie reboots. And not just reboots. We're going to be talking about remakes, reimaginings, retreads, you name it. So we are going to attempt to get to the bottom of this. But I want to know, damn it, if a movie holds up, does it really need to be rebooted, reimagined, or remade? And then we are going to do what we always like to do, and that is make a list. So we will tell you, and we will make you like it, which movies need a reboot and who we want to cast in it. Mm. And then Tom has been living it up on a two-week spoiler-free vacation. Oh. But (laughs) today is his day of reckoning. So we are finally going to loop back around and see if Tom, with ample time to watch these, took the time to watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Mm. and Beetlejuice. That's right. And and Tom, I swear to all that is good and holy, you better have watched these movies. I swear that I hope Whisk puts about four beers in him before we get to this because I loved how he was so nice to me last week. Oh, what? Yeah. Well, that's about to change and if you didn't watch these. So. <laughs> it was never nice to you. Don't get used to it. And then finally, and holy crap, we're covering a lot of ground today. This can be interesting. But we have the long-awaited return of the one and only Tyrone and John. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we honestly thought Tyrone had died or was sold in some sort of sex slavery ring. He just literally dropped off he the face He stopped of the texting earth. us and calling us and yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He just... He, just couldn't get a hold of him yeah he completely disappeared but he is alive by popular uh, demand know, 
I, I don't know if they're well, but we're going to find out uh, when we hang out with those two weirdos a little bit later today. Uh, so now let's get into the group text news. So we kind of teased this at the beginning here, and I know everybody is dying to get the deets, but Dan and I went on our first official single guy mandate we, <laughs> we no. saw Wait, Shazam. no no stop 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 no we gotta you can't what? you can't talk about him behind his back that's that's uh, that's only i'm me. not talking about him no there's not gonna be anything bad it's gonna be pleasant oh okay is there a way we whisk can you call him in or something i'd like to i'd like to hear i want to hear both why do stories. we have to call in dan i'm not gonna say anything bad i'd be happy to do it or... just call him no no i want to you know stories are always better when you get both both He's sides piped in. <laughs> hello hey dan hi dan Hey guys, what's up, man? We're podcasting. This was against my uh, my best uh, my best wishes, but uh, Tom and Whisk are demanding that I call you because I was telling them about our single guy mandate from the other night. Oh, yeah. And I told them we went and saw Shazam. Excuse me, Shazam. And then we uh, we lady in the tramp a soft pretzel and cheese. I made that a little I, something like that. No, I made that last part up. So Dan, uh, they wanted you on here to make sure I, I wasn't uh, talking behind your back or anything like that. So you have anything to share about our mandate? I thought we promised each other we weren't going to mention anything. <laughs> no, man, I, I'm not ashamed of our bromance. Oh, we're want, forcing it. I want the world to know. I was telling them we we once saw Shazam. It was Shazam. A, it was a just nice, quiet little evening with with a, a, a male friend. <laughs> you got to say say it like say it like Chris Rock real quick. We saw Shazam. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. I literally had a busy night plan of sitting on my couch, and then, you know, Nate calls me up. If you want to go see a movie? Well, I guess so. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, we that, uh, met and saw Shazam. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, go into the details about <laughs> who made the first move. Did he yes. buy your ticket? Well, Dan kept <laughs> inching closer, trying to get a whiff of my uh, my pepperoni flatbread that I bought for thirteen dollars at freaking AMC. <laughs> Tom, their a, food is so overpriced. Is that I don't a know, sex joke? It was outrageous, dude. It was the size of like a personal pan pizza that Pizza Hut gives you for the Book It Club. Oh and I spent no, man, you gotta go for it's the nachos. No, the nachos, How do you, man. That's they're not even at. classified as nachos. It's they're just, so loud. It's yeah, like oh, so yeah, they're loud. Nachos, Everybody's gonna be staring at me. Steak pieces on it. Oh, so good. <laughs> no, dude, it's so expensive. <laughs> I, I I actually ran out of time. The plan was I was gonna buy some T-bow. And I was gonna crotch it on my way in. What? What? Crotch it? You hide it in your pants? No. What did you say? What are you gonna? Tebow? Taco Bell. Oh. What do okay. you think I said? I don't know. I was confusing Tim Tebow and Tybo. And <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to look good for Dan. I had to stop and get some Trojans. And no, but they. Um, <laughs> I was gonna bring in Tebow. So I you're not shooting Billy Blanks. <laughs> no. You're Tybow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna i actually asked dan i offered to stop at taco bell and get some for him too and he politely uh, refused he didn't want me to crotch it so no the end of that i don't want that you whiff want, that odor on my taco bell you want to be no crop odor? dust in the theater no nah, man it's a uh, it's a uh, pine scented down there. You would have been fine. But I was but no. It was a good movie. I was rewarded with my patience. I really wanted pizza, but I'm like, no, nah, I shouldn't. So then, you know, I, I said, screw it. Afterwards, I went to uh, the little pizza spot I, I go to, and you know, I'm like, make me a small little pizza, seven bucks. And then I got there to pick it up, and they, you know, it's almost closing time for them. So they told me they don't have any more small doughs ready to go. So they gave me a large <laughs> for the price of 
a small pizza, seven dollars. So I really lucked out. I was happy. You were rewarded perfect. with your patience. I thought you were talking about Nate. Oh no, yeah, that too. I know. I thought he was going to share pizza yeah, no. with him. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I, th- I think Dan was trying to get a nightcap out of it. He even invited me along after. I was like, no, I, this I'm, is the juicy details we're looking forward pretty, to. Keep going. I'm pretty full for my thirteen dollar flatbread at AMC. So <laughs> no, it was a good night. When I go like sit with friends, I like to like space it apart. And Nate kept on insisting I sit right next to him instead of like a seat away from him. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's cool. it was a packed theater. It's called being polite. It's not like I was like getting you in my chair trying to convince you it was a love seat. I just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kept lifting the handle up, so there was like no real space between us. Well, Dan kept throwing his head back and laughing, so I had to like tuck his hair behind his ear so it didn't get in his face. And I'm just waiting to hear popcorn dick. <laughs> What's that? They deep. put a, they put a breadstick in this popcorn container. <laughs> <Reach deeper. laughs> hey, Dan. While while we have you, you want to sit in for the rest of the news, dude? Yeah, I'll hang out for cool. a little bit. Cool. Well, it's it's no longer uh, us getting ripped on, but. Uh, we do need to address this, but we found out this week that Whisk is not about donating blood, and apparently he's willing <laughs> to let somebody die because he's afraid his blood will end up in another dude's erection. So Whisk, <laughs> when did this completely unbelievable irrational phobia start? Boner blood. It's not a f- <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not a phobia. Boner donation? <laughs> I've donated blood before. I so just it, so it, technically I've saved li- I've saved more lives than I haven't. Only. I'm actually a hero. <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> has your blood gone in other men though? Because I don't your ma- worst fears coming. I don't know. True. These are things I think about. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not donating blood ever again. Is it simply because of the erections and the yeah, blood in there? It's weird. <laughs> I don't like thinking about my blood and erections. He's oh actually got God. you in his mind in the moment. That's that's what's happening. And I'm go. I'm and now I'm veering towards your guys's date, and I'm thinking about erections. Well, you, you know what's going on in his head. While that's happening, he's thinking of you because you made that possible. He's like, and then a hero comes along <laughs> with the strength to carry on. Ooh, that's good. He's Keep like going. picturing you like running through a field of lilies. Yeah, I just don't want my my blood and other flesh weapon parts. There you go. Okay. Yeah, but if you can help somebody, I mean, you'd be a saint. What if he has erectile dysfunction and your blood is the difference? A reptile disruption? Yes. <laughs> well, then, fine. <laughs> I, I guess. Helping helping 80-year-old men There you there. have it, folks. We changed his mind instantly. Yes. <laughs> Sold. So, while we're on the topic, too, uh, this kind of went into a completely different direction when we were discussing this the other day, but I don't know. I, I don't know if everybody was on board with this, but some people thought it was weird that we were trying to give Dan an erection in church just to, like, make it awkward <laughs> for him. So... It's very normal. Is this not typical guy behavior? I thought it was, that you just try to put your friends in awkward situations. Church, school, grocery store. No, I mean, I'll be sitting in church scoping out all the girls. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we were trying to do it. I know. You're going to go up for, you're going to stand up to sing and... You balance the donation basket on your peepus. <laughs> Whoa! Look at this. <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go, taking a basket. Well, Dan was actually getting really pissed at us for uh, for doing that. Uh, but it was like, I don't know. You've never tried getting your buddy hard, Dan? Like, y- you never been to a sleepover or something? No, I mean, Whoa, we, that just got weird. I don't think I'm on board with that, Tom. Uh, That's what I did at sleepovers. No, like you guys never like dared, dared your buddy to, you know, dared to get your buddy hard and then be like, oh, ha, ha. you know, I, Hi. no. Am, 
No. no. <laughs> Let's zip all the sleeping bags together. Yay. Hi, hi Mrs. Mrs. Conlon, can Tom stay over? Can you stay the night over? I can get him walk hard. <laughs> it does make sense that Tom would ask me to sleep over a lot during high school. He did, man. What do you think was happening when you shut your eyes and went to sleep. I'd always deny him. You never, I didn't really you never, know why he kept pressuring me. I don't know. That's what you do with your buddies. Just, you, get a, you get your buddies hard. I'm picturing <laughs> no. Tom with just like his maniacal laugh, his like just crazy like uh, full body 12 year old beard like beard like he's churning butter just like <laughs> No, that's like, just wakes up. What's no, going on? <laughs> no, that's where the phrase comes from, right? Like when you're like, oh, th- that's that those are my rock hard buddies. <laughs> I've never heard of no, that before. I've never heard that in no. my life. No, I think it means your friendship and 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 loyalty is rock what? hard, not each other. <laughs> Tom, I don't okay. he, Tom sitting between two of us is like Tom driving a bobcat or like a backhoe. Just oh. Like, <laughs> Oh. oh god all right this is just this is weird this man. is fantastic yeah yeah we're gonna abandon ship thanks for jumping in dan we'll see you next week buddy all right are you buddy easy all right everybody we're gonna take our first break hi i'm julia roberts you may think i sound like sandra bullock and meryl streep but that's only because all men think all women sound the same did you know that there are millions of american men suffering from erectile dysfunction at this very moment today But don't worry, because all of us are here to do our part. Here at Dynamic Johnson Industries Blood Centers, our highly qualified doctors and physicians are standing by to collect your blood. Blood that can save millions of men from crushing embarrassment and performance anxiety that comes with erectile dysfunction. There's no need to be afraid. One tiny prick provides enough blood to help one man get rock hard for his significant other. Don't believe me? Here's one of our satisfied customers. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I can never really get a boner before. I mean, how, how can you how can you have sex without a boner, right? So, yeah, I, I went to uh, uh, Dynamic Johnson Industries Blood Center. Uh, they gave me a big-ass injection of blood right into my dong. You know, I'm still not having sex, but, but the boners? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're back. So what are you waiting for? Visit a Dynamic Johnson Industries Blood Center near you today. I did my part, and so can you. Dynamic Johnson Industries Blood Centers. Here for your erectile dysfunction needs whenever you need them. And don't forget it's just a tiny prick today. And if you can't make it today, we're open six days a week from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And don't worry, we only use human blood and none of that disease. Riddled feral animal blood. Dynamic Johnson Industries blood center blood infusions may cause suicidal thoughts, polio, cleft palate, hearing loss, and erectile dysfunction. All right, everybody, we're back. As we mentioned at the start of the show, today is all about reboots and remakes. So generally, at least in our opinion, reboots are pretty terrible. And we are experts at wasting our time here in the Bullshit Podcast. So we... And your time. Yes, everybody's <laughs> time. So we are going to dig a little bit deeper than that. So we are first going to decide if reboots are really necessary if the original movie still holds up. And we are going to try to establish some type of criteria, whatever that looks like, for how to decide if a movie needs to be repurposed for lazy audiences like all of you folks. So first things first, I think we need to clearly differentiate between a reboot, a remake, and a reimagining. 
So I think they're all pretty drastically different, but I'll throw it to you guys and see what see, you think. See, I don't, yeah. Uh, but You don't? I, I, I mean, the line is very blurred for me. Like, there's some movies you could call out, and I'd be like, is that a reboot or a remake? And, but then there are some that are like, okay, that is definitely a remake. That is a reboot. But we, I mean, we can get into that later. But well, well, let's take the newest Pet Cemetery. Like, let's just loosely using these terms. You know, would you say? I guess we can compare it to the book and the original movie. Would you say Pet Cemetery is a reimagining, a reboot, completely different remake? It's definitely not a remake. I would put it along reimagining or okay. reboot. Okay, so so that is kind of a, a, a differentiation then. Like to, to me, to me, a remake is like it follow like the, the best example that I can come up with for a remake is Gus Van Gus Van Zandt's Psycho. Oh, you dick! Like it, it <laughs> like it, it, it is basically shot for shot. Yes. Now, not all movies like that are remakes, or all remakes are like that, I should say, but. That's the first one that comes to mind. Like remake is as close as possible to the original, just with different actors. Reboots are like reimaginings. They're along the same timeline, but they're shifted in a different direction. If that makes sense. No, that does. it doesn't. I would actually say. I would, I would say, say no. I would say no. It doesn't jump in then, man. What does it okay, make sense? Okay, I know. I, I would say no because reboots. I mean, let's just get into like a couple. Like I guess the one I'm thinking of is the new Ghostbusters. If you're saying it's on the same timeline, th- I mean that 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 was a complete reboot. It was the, the all female cast, and that had nothing to do with the previous movies. I mean, they had the actors, do, the, the original actors. So, I mean, right there, the definition of reboot that you just said doesn't make any sense. No, I, that, that makes that's sense. Where I, See, I, I would say, and that's why I said earlier, it's the the lines are so blurred. You oh, know, okay. <laughs> as far as what constitutes as like a, a remake, a reboot, a reimagining. Tom, let like, me let me let me share this and I, I get your thoughts on this. So I would say that a remake and a reboot actually have more in common with each other than than a reimagining. So yes, using your example, uh, I'll add another one and, and kind of blur the difference. So I would say a, a reboot means you're taking a franchise or a brand or something that already exists and you're trying to reignite it for a new audience. So that's why I would say the Ghostbusters is a reboot. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of like, ah, we're going to throw out everything that happened before. We're going to use the Ghostbusters brand and, and everything that existed, but do something completely different for new audiences. A remake would have been if they had all the original characters from the original movie, they just recast them with new people, mm-hmm. pretty Correct. much the same story. Correct. I, so I'm, I'm thinking, I'll give another example, would be Amazing Spider-Man. I would say that's um, not a remake because they, they didn't just redo Sam Raimi's original trilogy, but it's a reboot because they still showed you know, the origin story. They still show him getting bit by a spider, learning his powers. Um, they just did it with a new actor for... Different villains. Yeah, completely yeah. unexplained reasons. But a reimagining, I would say, would be just taking it a, a completely different direction. Okay. You- Again, a reboot, what I was trying to say before is it's generating the basis of the original, like, story, but it's kind of just, like, updating, yeah. if that makes sense. like and re- And like Nate said, restarting the franchise in a way. Yeah. So yes, what like you were saying, Tom, you're you are you guys are both one hundred percent right. The 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 newest Ghostbusters is one hundred percent a Garbage. reboot. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let let's throw this other let's throw this other caveat in here then, just just to make sure this conversation doesn't nosedive into chaos. Um, even though we we all know it probably will. So let's let's start by just talking about some some 
I guess we can say good if we want. Most of mine are bad, but good and bad reboots, remakes, reimaginings, whatever we want to call them. But let's let's talk about, I guess, why they're bad. And usually the premise for it being bad, at least in my opinion, you guys can tell me if, if you disagree. I usually think a, a reboot is generally bad when the original still holds up. Yes. So if the original movie is still good and it's still awesome... I already kind of have a bias against the reboot going into it. Cause I'm like, why does this even exist uh, in the first place? So I think what we could do is let's, it sounds like most of them are going to be bad. So let's just start talking about some bad reboots and then let's talk about why we still like the original so much and, and what makes it timeless. You know, is it just the nostalgia? Is it an iconic character? You know, do the effects still hold up? So on and so forth. So uh, Wisk, why don't you go first, man, share a, share a bad reboot and let's just uh, one. Yeah, let's start with one. We'll kind of go around and see how much time we have to layer some more in. Um, one that's I I had mentioned Psycho already. That is not at the top of the list as far as reboots and remakes goes, but I'll go with uh, 2012's Total Recall. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Not not good. It is so sloppy, so so sloppy. Um, and I just don't. I I think. 90% of the movie didn't work. None of the actors worked. Kate Beckinsale was yeah. the the entire movie. She was the best part of the movie. So it was, it was just unnecessary. We'll get into this later. I understand why they rebooted it or remade it, but... The original still holds up, though, man. Oh, it does. It's, it's, the original is still cool it's as a top, well. It's a top five Arnold movie for sure. Yeah. Maybe higher. So what do you think led to the decision to redo it like if the original it hasn't even been that long that was what like 80 was that 90s or was that late 80s the original total recall it was like 87 or something right i think it was 1990 okay i think so i'll have to vet that i'll look it up it hasn't even been that long and it's 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 not like it's a movie that people forgot about you know i think a lot of people still consider that one of the better sci-fi movies it's a top tier sci-fi movie to me anyway there's so many famous lines from that movie and so many famous scenes it was it was 90 it was 1990 okay sweet so I think they read. I'll just go ahead and throw this out now. I was going to save this until after the banter, but I guess it really doesn't make a big deal. But I did, did some research. Surprise, surprise. Studios remake and reboot movies constantly for this one specific reason. Do tell. Half of remakes and reboots make more money than the originals do. And this is adjusted for inflation. Really? And half of those, 87% of those movies turn out some sort of profit. Hmm. So, I mean, that profit could, I don't know, be anywhere between whatever, 5, 10, 15 grand to, you know, you name it. Tens of millions. So, you know, there's, you know, some examples would be like A Star is Born that just came out. What was that last year? Star is Born, Casino Royale, The Departed. Those are all reboots. Those are all remakes or reboots. So they turn out some sort of profit. And that's what it really comes down to. It's numbers. It's all about numbers. Right. Now, I'll go into detail about other things in a little bit. It's, it's not all about numbers, but that's why they do it. That's why they continue to do it. Or, I mean, it could just be laziness. They've just run out of, you know, they just run out of shit to, to write. Right. So Yeah. What's interesting is the, all the ones you just mentioned, though, all the original of movies were almost demanded a, a a reboot or a remake or whatever you want to call it. So like The Departed was a foreign film, so yeah. nobody's seen that. And it, I haven't I want to see it. The original Star is Born was like just critically panned across the board. I, I mean it, it, I had no idea. Yeah. And that was it, even Wasn't a it like Chris Christopherson and yeah. somebody else? Yeah, it, it was horrible. So those are instances where they made money and I I would say those are actually good ones. But Tom, why don't you jump in? Why don't you share one of uh, your your bad reboots that you despise. I know you mentioned Ghostbusters, but 
you know, and then just tell us why you like the yeah, original. Yeah. So like, let's let's. I'm gonna jump into sort of two of them. Um, let's see. I, I have Ghostbusters, obviously the uh, all female one. I, what was it? 2011 or something? 12. Who knows? Who cares? I, I have that one because first off, go, because the original Ghostbusters <laughs> still holds up. I mean, even though the effects now are kind of dated, I think that lends to the nostalgia of how good the original was. And plus, you can't get that cast together again. Um, well, will be. Yeah, oh, I mean, agreed. I mean, yeah. they're now doing the Ghostbusters three, which will be a direct sequel from one and two, which is perfect. Sort of a passing of a torch, and that's what I think. I guess that's where I'm sitting at right here. Like, I agree. I think they're they're essentially is it rebooting it or what would we call that? Since Ghostbusters three is now going to be a passing of the torch, what would you call? I would that? call that a reboot because agreed. They're that's what okay. I was going to say. But it's a reboot done right. So they're still getting new characters, uh, new actors. You know, they're passing it on to a new yes. generation. Just you know, everybody's kind of too old to carry that right. on. But that's an, an instance of. You know, in theory, doing the reboot right. It's a passing of the torch. So I think the mistake they made with Ghostbusters was just completely disregarding everything that came before it. Like, hey, you know those classic movies that are just renowned and everybody loves right. and people still dress up like Ghostbusters and cosplay like Ghostbusters. They, they just like shit on all of that. So, exactly. that, you know, that's, I think that's why it was panned. They, they didn't do a handoff right. for it. it. It wasn't a franchise where people are clam. They wanted a new go- Ghostbusters, but they wanted a new Ghostbusters that continued on what existed before. Like Star Wars, you know, Star Wars, the the new ones did a great job of passing the torch with Han and Leia and all that. See, I think, I think, I think the original Ghostbusters still holds up. Absolutely, oh, yeah. I, I, I you, you're talking about the effects and stuff. Like, I still think, like, I mean, it, take it for granted, it's it's still it, it's in its own kind of time capsule. Right. But that movie to me holds up fantastic. You know how how many years later? Three decades right. later. So, so, like, that's that's an example. Like, we haven't seen Ghostbusters three yet at the time of this recording. Um, but I guess that's where I'm sort of coming from. I imagine it's going to be good because all the original cast members were like, no, 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 fuck this, 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 we can't leave our legacy in the hands of that trash pile that was, you know, created. And uh, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not, I don't care if you reboot a movie with an all female cast an all dog cast. I don't give a shit. As long as it's good, I'm going to support it. (laughs) But I, I am bringing this up because Ocean's 8. I mean, where would we where would we rank that? That's another one, too, that I'm like, is that are they trying to reboot the Oceans franchise? Because that was a sequel. You know, that was that was a sequel to the Oceans trilogy. It's a reboot because it was it was completely unnecessary. That's what, what I'm it saying. Was. It was unnecessary. Yeah, doesn't she doesn't she have a phone call to her? Bro- like she's Danny Ocean's brother, right? I haven't yeah, seen it yet, but I, I know she places a phone call. Yeah. Or, so, yeah. So they try to at least link it. So it would Spoiler probably be a alert. reboot. Saul's okay. also in it. Um, he pops up for like a I don't yeah. care I'm never gonna no, see no, it. and that's what I'm saying like I we, we saw it we watched it and both my wife and I are just like well that was bullshit like they should have just left it because it's it, <laughs> it, it, you know as bad as you know Ocean's 12 is like the least you know cared about one but then they come back with Ocean's 13 and that was good and those movies in themselves were complete yep. reboot remakes as well I mean the original was in 1960 so I they mean and, but that was that was a good job. Like they did a good job of rebooting that entire, you know, that, that franchise. So I don't know. That's, that's those are the ones I wanted to compare today because I feel like that's a good example of like they did good and then they did shit. Like, so it it sort of encapsulates, you know, well that actually kind of tees up 
um, the the one that I was going to bring up. I, I had a, a few. Uh, Whisk actually mentioned one that I had on the list. I actually had Gus Van Sant's uh, Psycho on the list. Um, you know, first off, Hitchcock's original Psycho still holds up to this day. I it, do. I do have. I do have one thing I do want to say about that movie though, really quick. Yeah, I really did enjoy seeing Vince Vaughn play that kind of role. Like the more serious kind of on edge. See, I hated Vince Vaughn. <laughs> really, I thought he was the worst. That's the only reason I left it on. <laughs> oh, to be no. honest with you, no, I thought it was so bad. I, well, see, this is the issue. You're Do you re- you're a big Vince Vaughn hater. No, no, no. I don't oh. mind Vince Vaughn. No. I I like him in the light role. Like, uh, so an example of a more serious role. It was kind of a dark comedy, but I loved him in Clay Pigeons. Like, I thought he was really good in that. that he was awesome in Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine. I know we were talking about that the other night, dude. That that movie is something else. It's the guy that did Bone Tomahawk. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Craig Zoller, See, I think I, I like Vince Vaughn. It's he just, was good in Fighting with My Family. I haven't seen that. I never I saw, saw that. that. Yeah. yeah, but like, he's good in it. He he does a good job. Well, see, I have nothing against Vince Vaughn. It's just you're taking one of the most iconic killer villain, whatever you want to call it, roles in movie history with Anthony Perkins. Mm-hmm. So you have a number one. You have a pretty steep hill to climb. You like they probably would have been better off just completely reimagining it. But you took a movie that still holds up. You have the movie that was responsible for pretty much launching the slasher genre. You, I mean, you yeah, have, yeah, um, proto. yeah, I mean, it's, it's Hitchcock, man. He's legendary. So, you know, I, I get that. It just seemed really pretentious. It was just like a pretentious film school project that, you know, like some sophomore would do, uh, is what it reminded <laughs> me of. But, um, I know Whisker and get mad at me for this one. Cause I'm pretty sure this is on your list, but, um, this, I kind of want to piggyback off Tom for an example of a, of a horrible, uh, reboot uh, that also lends itself into a, a great reboot. So go on. I'm going to pick on Rob Zombie's Halloween. That's on mm. my list. That's yep. 100%. I'm, that was one of the first ones I wrote down, actually. So I, I would actually classify this as a reimagining. Um, so they did have Michael Myers. You know, obviously they, they took some elements from the original, but they completely, they being Rob Zombie, completely changed absolutely everything that I thought was effective at making the original so terrifying and the original still holds up really well and i think a lot of that is because it was such a low budget film you know they didn't go to town on the effects they didn't do elaborate you know makeup design you know everything was very minimal and that's why it holds up you know the score is timeless the cinematography um you know that that movie still has one of the coolest cleverest steady cam sequences that has been hijacked hundreds thousands of times by by modern movie everything original just, yeah, yeah everything is just so excellent so well, that's what carpenter does it's the framing of oh, shots that he does is Carpenter's, what makes him legendary he's awesome man and outside the music what see the biggest mistake that this made is michael myers was so terrifying because number one he really had no backstory and he really had no reason for killing he, he was, was just, just a psychopath he was just chaos yeah and and that's what made it so scary he was just he was the boogeyman that's why everybody called him that and the biggest mistake that rob zombie made was spending the first 40 minutes of this movie you know showing little kid michael myers in a, a mental hospital and yeah. it was almost like he was like sympathizing with them like right hey here's a reason why this poor kid's a killer his mom's a stripper his dad beat them like it was like he it's, was trying to sympathize with it's them it's two and, different movies yeah like, it if, he, it. if you wanted to make a, a movie about michael myers childhood or reimagining or whatever or what got him that way go ahead and do that but make it an entirely separate film like if you watch the 2007 halloween it, it's two entirely different films put in one 
if if you ask me. Agreed. Yeah. And it's completely unnecessary. I mean, I'm not against. I'm and for the record, I'm personally not against reboots or remakes. I think reboots and remakes are fantastic because at the end of the day, if it succeeds, then you have more options if you like that particular movie or genre or franchise or whatever. Right. And if it fails. Okay, then it fails. You still have the original to fall back on. So yep. the more remakes and reboots you want to spew at us, that's that's fine. That's perfectly okay. Just by make me. them good and have yeah. it like. So here's a good example <laughs> that leads me into the newest Halloween that that just came out in uh, 2018. I thought that was fantastic. I liked it a lot, and I know it's getting a lot of flack, but but, I, but it doesn't though. It mm. shouldn't get it because it was a reboot done right. So they. They actually had like a, a reverence for the original and they decided to get rid of all the, the crappy spinoff Halloween movies and make this a direct sequel to the original. You know, so they it was a reboot because, you know, it followed a lot of the same beats as the original in terms of pacing and, you know, some of the kills and things like that. But they did it in a way that linked to the original, you know, gave some closure to Jamie Lee Curtis and just kind of did everything right. And now you get a whole brand new crop of, you know, teenage audience members introduced to Michael Myers who may not have gone back and watched Halloween. So that's an example of the same franchise, kind of like what you did, Tom, where they had just horrible reimagining and then a, a really awesome reboot. It's a, it's a victim of smart writing. Yes. <laughs> yes. What, what else you got on the list, Whisk? Um, I'll spew out a few really quick. Um, I'm not sure how many you guys have, but I'll just kind of run through instead of just one. I'll run through a handful. So, got uh, 1998's Godzilla. Oh god, that was bad. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> good. Um, a lot of the ones on my list, also, which a majority of them are horror movies, because horror movies are so cheap to remake. You know, hence right. why you know I throughout throughout the numbers earlier that a lot of them turn profit well it's easy to turn a profit if you're not spending a, a shitload of money to you know reboot or remake or reimagine a I movie. believe Michael so, Bay and stupid platinum dunes yeah chainsaw nightmare on Elm Street they're responsible for a lot of explosions the everywhere yeah. we'll just blow everything up uh, yeah so uh <laughs> psycho total recall I went through Godzilla 1998's Godzilla nightmare on Elm Street 2010's nightmare on Elm Street um I'm probably gonna get shit for this, but I was I really did dislike this movie. Um, 2000s Gone in 60 Seconds. Mm. Not a, not a fan of. I mean, I watched. I feel it like that's a Tom Ch- movie. Tom probably yeah, likes that. It. A movie that Tom would I like. Do, I do. You asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tom, and, Tom's watching it right now on mute, like just crying <laughs> silent tears to himself. And the, the two, one of them, the, I want to discuss this. Well, the two that I have at the tippy top of my list that upset me the most as far as reboots and remakes goes is 2006 is Black Christmas. Yes. Because Black Christmas is my second favorite horror movie of all time, the original. So the the remake is just, it's unwatchable. It's so bad. And then the Star Wars prequels. Ooh. Those are offensive. <laughs> They're offensive. Phantom Menace was offensive. They're offensive. They're all offensively bad. I, so. I have like a weird soft spot for Attack of the Clones for some reason, even though I know it's bad. I, I would say uh, Revenge of the Sith was okay, except for the, the mm, at the end. <laughs> like, but Tom, what are your thoughts on the prequels? Do you do you like those? Uh, I feel like Doctor Z would be here trying to defend them. I know. Uh, I'm I, episode one was no. Uh, I mean, the only thing out of cool out of that was Darth Maul, and then uh, I feel like I mean, this is pod racing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I hate sand. 
it's so coarse and rough on my skin. Well, get some Jergens, dude. Like, come on, man. Some of the wor- some of the worst acting between Hayden Christensen. I've, oh, well, yeah. It's well, just I feel like about it. I feel I'm, makes I, my I, skin I, crawl. I'm I'm more of a fan like towards the middle of episode two and three because I'm a fan of the uh, the Clone Wars. Uh, cartoon, uh, yeah, the, the animated. Series. I enjoy like, that's badass, I, and those those coincide with one one another. They I somewhat better. enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I somewhat enjoyed the end of three. Yeah. And plus, it gave it gave birth to a great meme. The, the, I uh, have the, the high, higher ground. Yeah, the high ground memes are great. Yeah, <laughs> I have the high ground. Okay. <laughs> I wonder what the rest of the Wahlberg brothers sound like. I know what Donnie sounds like. Like, what do the rest of them do? I feel like they're just piggybacking off of Mark. Sorry, this is a huge candidate. I, I, they don't. They don't talk. Mark does all the talking. Hey, Mark, can you just like, keep making some money? You guys are leeching off my Please. success. Okay. They all say different forms of okay. One of them says all right. One of them says yeah. I told you the franchises aren't doing okay. All right. All right. <laughs> You want cheese in that burger, all right? Uh, I had a double brilliant. cheese, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, you fuck. just imagine, like, Thanksgiving dinner at the Wahlberg house. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, boys, dinner's ready. <laughs> sure. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them's an illegitimate child from Spain or Mexico. He just says, see. Sí. <laughs> What what is Spanish for perhaps? Isn't it quizás? Quizás. Tom, yeah. you're Spanish or Mexican? Can, you, uh, can you confirm that? Is... It's bueno. Yeah, bad. It's we were talking, bueno. We're talking about bueno. Bueno. We're it's talking about bad. Bueno? Happy Thanksgiving, bueno. <laughs> so all right. So we don't like the prequels. Awesome. What what else you got on your list, Tom? What other bad reboots? I, I you kind got? of like th- those are the ones I really focused on uh, because those are the ones in recent memory that I hated the most, and I th- I kind of want to go on to like the next subject uh, because I got well, well, I got I got well, well, a, a gangbuster list of things I want to remake. Ooh, gangbusters! <laughs> That's exciting. Hey, you're a land be- you're a land before time fan, right? Hell yeah! Would would those be reboots if the dinosaur kids never age, but they like the voice actors age? So they have to keep changing those. Are those like reboots because Littlefoot never gets beyond like six years old? No, because that's like saying the Winnie the Pooh movies and cartoons are reboots. I love animated movies about extinction. <laughs> I, I watched Land Before Time again recently. Dude, it's pretty traumatizing when his mom dies. Like I was it watching is, with my kids. Man. I'm like, man, this is dark, dude. They're like sitting in the writer's room like, how can we top Bambi? Yeah. <laughs> Just kill a bunch of fucking dinosaurs. Perfect. So, all right. We don't have an idea for a movie yet, but we like making kids cry. What can we do? All right. Yeah. No, we can jump in, man. So, you know, we kind of brought this up at the beginning of the show that we've kind of talked about all these god-awful reboots that we hate. Let's do this. Let's talk about some movies or franchises that have just been sitting around for way too long and have not stood up to the test of time and are just begging to be remade or rebooted or reimagined. So, Tom, you seem you said you have a gangbusters list. So you better yeah. not disappoint. So, what do you got? Are we gonna talk about the ones that we liked that were already rebooted and remade? Or are we gonna do that or no? No, we're gonna reboot our own, man. Okay, you're, you're gonna cast it. You're gonna tell us what you want to see. I want. Okay, okay. So on this list, I want to see the Page Master redone. But 
I the want. The fuck is that? <laughs> it's Macaulay Culkin. Yes, it's like, a, it's like a live action animated crossover with Macaulay. Culkin. Is this Chris, like Christopher part of Lloyd, a no. Sunday trilogy? Is this part of a Sunday trilogy you no, watched with no. Surf Ninjas? I, Land before time. <laughs> Land before time. Was... Surf Ninjas. Yeah. I built a vampire hot rod or whatever the fuck <laughs> I, it is. No, you seriously. <laughs> no, I like I I I still have the Page Master on VHS. Anyways, uh, it has yeah. Oh is God. Macaulay Culkin? You and also watch Mac and Me. <laughs> Christopher, hey, I'll watch anything with Christopher Lloyd. Well, you That's didn't. You me. didn't give a shit to watch Page Master, apparently. Anyways. No, I'd never even heard of it. I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> I'm Interesting. Not scared. So, who would you cast? So you have Macaulay Culkin in there. Would you just bring out like thirty-five-year-old coked yes. out Macaulay Culkin? Or no, get I, I would. Kid? I would. I would want to have Macaulay Culkin play the father this time, and. I want Christopher Lloyd to still be the page master because there's not much page master in it. He's the, uh, he's the, for anyone that hasn't seen it, he's a librarian. He, uh, I, I, he, he, most of the time he's a car, he's an animated cartoon. So I feel like he'd be able to at least give a few lines before he passes away, but I want to see a reboot. I want him to still be the page master and reboot it with Macaulay Culkin being the father and not necessarily a reboot, but a partial sequel, which is what I wish is wish pete's dragon was i wish pete's dragon was a continuation of the story instead of a complete trash reboot that they made so a sequel it was not trash you hold your tongue it was a good. sequel <laughs> a sequel but a continuation of the story so like this guy's still been the library the most for, the for most years. hold on the most important question i have about your page master reboot sure. with macaulay culkin can we get the soundtrack to be by michael jackson <laughs> Because that's 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 creepy. You sound you sound crazy because you've never seen the movie. So Michael Jackson music wouldn't fit. Crazy, go 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 crazy. Weren't there like googly eyed talking that's books in this? That's Hell not what yeah, I heard man. about things There's fitting between fairy. Macaulay Culkin and Michael Jackson. There's a fairy. It's got fairies and librarians and books, dude. Okay. It's bueno. Okay. <laughs> it makes it exciting for kids to read. Okay. No, it's well. <laughs> It's never mind. You guys are making me upset. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to get on the moving on train here. Uh, Whisk, what do you have? What would you remake? What would you remake? Um, okay. I'll I have three movies that I wrote down. I had to really really think about this. I had three movies that I wrote down. One of them is in my top 10 favorite movies of all time and I still want to see it remade and there was actually rumor that it was. So the other two would be I would like to see a remake a live action remake of the Adams Family. I yes. wouldn't mind seeing that. Mm. I want a legitimate Green Lantern movie to be yes. rebooted or remade. Please, God, yes. And then my big one, I'm going to need your guys' help with the casting. I don't know if Tom has seen this movie. This is in my top 10 of all time. I, I'm pretty sure Nate has Clue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen Clue. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Clue so much. I hold it so near and dear to my heart. That'd um, be fun. As far as the casting goes, I, I, I don't know because that cast is so stellar. But that movie would be so much fun updated. Oh, um, you could absolutely so many different do that. directions could, they could go. You could use, I mean, essentially, you could just use most of the actors from the MCU. Seriously, think about oh, it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, think <laughs> about powers it. And... Yeah, no. No, not the characters, the actors. Like Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> oh, man. Chris Hemsworth. It, well, RDJ in anything is great. Matching yeah. some of those characters, like Madeline, Madeline Kahn and going back to Christopher Lloyd, like some of the characters in the original Clue. It would Man, depend. On, it would depend movie. on the tone that you would take for the reboot. So good. Yeah, 
Like, are you like having like a comedic touch to it? Do you want to go like full blown serious with it? Like, I think no. Well, just like the original, keep keep it along the lines. That I guess it would be. I guess it would. I don't know. What would would you classify that as a remake or a reboot? Because I would keep it essentially a, the same. It'd be a reboot then. Okay. I mean, you could still do. I mean, you could maybe change the location, but I would still maybe throw some lightheartedness to it, some comedy. You got to throw Germ- to it. You got to throw Jermaine Clement in there then. Oh, that's a good pick. Jermaine Clements, like, he's got that real kind of, like, dry, just kind of offbeat, quirky sense of humor. Like, I, I feel like that whole movie kind of has, like, a has a lot of quirkiness to it. So I think you're going to have to really try to find some actors that fit that. But I, I think, just love Jermaine Clements. I, I, I agree. I think I think go, like, darker. Go darker comedy with it. And I, I want to say I'd, with your Adams Family thing, I've been hoping they would do a hard R Adams Family movie for years. Like, sort of make it kind of horror. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Can you imagine how awesome that'd be? That'd be actually kind of cool. Wouldn't it? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> so, Add some yeah. violence and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, dude. It, some blood and yeah. then sexy, sexy, what, uh, what, what the hell's her name? Some Morticia? Uh, Morticia's her name. Morticia. Um, to, she was married yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Jack, I'm, trying like a, her, I'm trying to think of her real Alexandra name, Alexandra Daddario in it? Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She could be our sexy, As Morticia? Who would play Julia's character? Who'd play Gomez? I'm surprised you didn't throw out The Rock, so we'll skip that. The Rock, just like a ripped Gomez. No, I don't want the... No, no, no. I don't want The Rock to play Gomez. Come on, maybe RDJ. Raul Julia is so great, though. You, hmm. I'm thinking, man. Ben I don't know. Affleck. No, get <laughs> out of here. Get out of here with that chin. Come on. You don't want butt flex as Gomez? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Yes. <laughs> it's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Where's Wednesday? Okay. Oh fuck. I, I got one for you. You know what? I want to see <laughs> remade. I, I wouldn't even say rebooted. I just want this to be a complete, not a remake. I want Flash Gordon to get remade. Flash, see, I loved this movie as a kid. I used to watch this all the time with my older brother, and I revisited it, what, like three, four years ago, and it is so bad. It is terrible. I've never seen it. What if they made it kind of like in the same vein as Shazam? Well, just made it fun like that. Hear me out on this. You, You know who would be freaking perfect to remake this is James Gunn because the movie kind of had like an underlying like silliness and and goofiness to it like looking at what James Gunn did with the Guardians you know you have like this just total sci-fi alternate universe with just like all of these weird elements just kind of mashed up I would love to see James Gunn take a stab at doing this like I think he could balance it out and Flash Gordon has to be Chris Hemsworth right yes absolutely like, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. got he's got the look to it uh He's got the the. He, I could see that. He's got the dramatic chops, but he he's shown like a ton of like comedic, uh, per, in, you know, in um, uh, God. Ghostbusters. Well, you, you, the vacation. Uh, there's another oh, remake. Vacation. Yeah, vacation remake. I he enjoyed was, that he, one. He was freaking hilarious in that. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. He, he's awesome. I think he'd be great. I got it. I have another quick one. I heard this is in pre-production, but they've done this to me like five times, so I'll believe it when I see it. But I really want a remake of Masters of the Universe. Yeah, it's uh, it's in limbo. It's yeah, it's yeah. one of those movies that's in limbo. It but, is. It's yeah. been in limbo so much. But I, uh, that's another movie that I just. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid growing up. Agreed. And again, revisiting it, it's so bad. So yeah. it's it's bad, but it's uh, there's actually a lot of terrifying elements to that movie. Oh yeah, there's a couple of scenes Skeletor that really looks good. Yeah, was that Frank Langella that yeah. Skeletor? Frank Langella. Yeah. Oh man, there was some scary. There was some skill. Uh, was it Beast and the other the, Krang or something? Yeah. Was it Krang? There's there's a lot. Of, I know that's also a Ninja Turtle. Krang, no, Krang's Gildor was I've awesome. Never, I've, never, yeah. I've never seen Master Billy Barty. Of the 
Oh, go dude, figure. go check it out. It, you're going to think it's trash, but imagine being like six years old when you watch it. It's awesome. Oh, dude, I'm like six years old now. You've anyway, seen, uh, you've seen, dude. You've seen yeah, worse things. Real quick, I'm going to do a, uh, a quick quick rundown. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, I want them remade. Spawn, obviously we're getting that remake. Mm-hmm. Aragon and Jumper. I really wish those two movies did better. Oh, okay, uh, the, the I can public, roll with that. The public took them. Aragon, Aragon would be... Aragon was bad. I've never movie. seen Aragon, so oh, it 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 was it, it could have been so great. And then same thing with Jumper. I, I just don't know why Jumper never got it. Because Hayden Christensen's a terrible fucking yeah, actor. Because he chose Hayden Christensen. Yeah. yeah. The concept Mila is Kunis. awesome. Yeah. Jamie Bell's in yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yes, Jamie Bell's great in it. It was really I, I really liked that one. It was refreshing because it was completely new take on just superpowers. Yeah. That's no, I, I I'd be down for a Jumper. I've always liked Nightcrawler. He was always on my Hell favorite yeah. X Men, so I think that's why I was actually. The, I'm totally, I'm totally with you on Spawn. When I was growing up, that was actually the first comic that I read with my stepbrother, uh, mm-hmm. Josh. We collected Spawn comics, so that's awesome. When we were when we were younger, you know, when the first Spawn movie came out, we were into it, but we didn't know shit. And right. it, revisiting that movie, it's pretty bad. It's a dumpster fire, yeah, man. It's, it's so bad. It's just, it's so loose. I like where they're going with this. The I, the remake, have you heard the remake? I've, I started reading news on it, and then it kept going into, kept McFarlane kept not being sidetracked, but kept delaying it. So then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop trying to follow it. And sure. when it comes, it comes sort of thing. Like I'll watch the teaser trailer or trailer one that's get yeah. that gets released. And then, of course, I'll stay away I, from the rest of the trailers. So but. The, the thing about Spawn is I like the, the route they're going to take with it. So in, in Spawn comic books, they had the, the cops, Sam and Twitch, and they also had their own spinoff comic book that they did a uh, brief run with. I, I don't know which one, if it's going to be Sam or Twitch, but it's going to follow one of them and him... Mm-hmm him so you're gonna see like his perspective and then spawn's gonna be sprinkled throughout the the movie so he's interesting it's gonna be from yeah it's it's i i love the concept i love that todd mcfarlane's behind it well that's, that's the big super, deciding factor yeah. mcfarlane really had nothing to do with that first movie so right. i you know that he he wouldn't have waited this long and and been overseeing every detail you know with with him involved i'll actually you know what you know what whisk what it does come out if i can sling it i'd love to go up there and see it with a fellow fan I, that's so I might, that's one I of those movies i'll be there opening weekend yeah. for that yeah. it probably won't be friday or saturday but I, i'll definitely be seeing that on a sunday when it comes out i'll save it for a mandate with me and dan oh yeah that'd be that'd be, that'd be excellent <laughs> well me and whisk have to have a mandate i'm not sitting next to you though we could have like a quattro date that's, Ooh. A, that's a four-way mandate. It's a bro-down. <laughs> bro-down. <laughs> mandate squared. A, a broad, a brogy. <laughs> Anything else? No, we got nothing else. We're talking about bro orgies. Oh, actually, <laughs> before we go then, yes, I have I have three facts, but I'm gonna put them in the forms. I'm gonna put them in the form of questions for you guys, and this is all having to do with reboots and remakes. Some of these might surprise you. Maybe actually, one of them is really not I'm surprising too old at all. To have quizzes one out of five one two three four five how many remakes is better than the original based purely on critic and audience rating one two three four five out of five remakes is better than the original based on critic and audience rating meaning like on a scale of one to five yeah what percentage um i would say 20 percent one out of five okay tom what do you think i would say based off of what you told us earlier it's something closer to four out of five it's in fact one out of five yeah, but that is that is purely based on critic and audience rating, though. That's got nothing to do with box office or anything like that. I believe it. I would say the only two that jump into my mind in recent memory are Bumblebee and Pet Cemetery. Those are both. Mm. W- 
had significantly higher reviews than yeah. the originals, but I can't think of anything else. Okay, num- number two. What movie is the highest rated remake of all time, and what percentage does it have on Rotten Tomatoes? Star is Born, 98%. Vet, vet that real quick, because if that is in fact true, then then this is wrong, but I don't think it is. How about this? Can you tell us the score? Or it's, the a ni- it's a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Bumblebee? No. Ocean's Eleven. And th- maybe, maybe, maybe this wasn't up to date exactly when... But I read it and I was like, this, ha- this has to be true. Tell us what you got. I have no idea. What do you think, what do you think it is, Tom? Uh, I, I keep saying Ocean's Eleven. The correct answer is The Departed. Ah. It's sitting at 94% on Rotten Tomatoes as of when I did this research. Give me a, give me a little cred. Bumblebee's at 92%. Okay. So. What's, uh, I, I'm, intri- I'm interested to know what A Star is Born is at. Because I, I totally guessed, but I know that movie got a lot of love, I know it was so. up there. I, I thought that would be, I would guess that movie to be in like the 80s or something. Uh, it's at an 89%. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. So I love The Departed, though. This no this one this one's totally going to make sense to you guys when you when you most likely guess the answer. So this gigantic tycoon company wins outright with the most successful remakes and reboots in box office Is, profitability. It's a movie production company. They do everything. They are a, a tycoon. They are they have their hands in everything. Mm. Hint hint. Lion TV. Gate. Hasbro. Uh, Disney. No. You guys are thinking too hard. Oh. Yeah. When it comes to remakes, well, and they re- reboot their own movies. Exactly. <laughs> when it comes to re, when it comes to remakes and reboots, Disney is king. They slaughter oh, yeah. everybody. Well, that makes sense. They're so, doing all. They're turning all their cartoons into yep, live action. Exactly. That makes sense. So that's what I was saying. Don't don't think too aye, hard. Aye, aye. All so, right. Well, that's but, interesting, man. But also one of my favorite, uh, top five. Yeah, top five favorite movie of mine of all time is a is a remake. So or a reboot, and that's the thing from nineteen eighty two. That also got rebooted again back in what? 2011. Yeah, yeah. that was bad. And it was bad. John Carpenter's is untouchable. Thing is great. All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. These are all real quotes about our Lord and Savior, John Van Damme, most likely during a drug-induced taste. Side effects of listening to them include kickboxing, brain trauma, and second-guessing major life decisions. Hello. This is Jean-Claude Van Damme. If you work with a jackhammer during an earthquake stop otherwise you are working for nothing and that is for Van Damme sure I haven't been able to shake it (laughs) tried to get him in my bed so that would smell like Dan too but so gross (laughs) alright everybody we're back As we said earlier in the show, today it is time for Tom to finally pay the piper. Uh, I know you don't get references, Tom. Do you get that one? Do you know what that means? No. (laughs) All right. You've had two (laughs) extra weeks to watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Beetlejuice, so you better not disappoint us, you dick. Did you watch both movies? (laughs) I have to first start off by praising Whisker, because last week you would have had to spoil them both for me, or... uh, Whichever. Oh, I knew it. Anyways. When you texted me about your trip to Best Buy, I knew you hadn't watched it. I couldn't. I didn't watch it. No. Anyway. Anyways, I did. I did end up watching them both. Nice. I want to, mer- I want to merge them both together, if that's okay. That's fine. Sure. Okay. They're both so, awesome. So cool. So overall, I don't know what the hell people were thinking in the late '80s, early '90s, movie wise. What do you? What does that mean? I mean, <laughs> they they don't have you guys. When's the last time you guys have seen these movies? Recent, in recent memory, like uh, in the last probably year? in the past six months. In uh, the past six months, I've watched them both. Beetleju- Beetlejuice, I watch at least once a year. Holy shit! Really? I've seen it. Wow! I've, se- I've seen it. I've seen it dozens, maybe more than a hundred times. Bill and Ted, I haven't seen nearly as much as Beetlejuice, but 
I've seen Bill and Ted a good 15, 20 times. I've seen them both at least 30 times each, yeah. at least. I, I, I guess I, I guess I say this because I feel like, I mean, were there not many good writers back in the day? Because the fact that these movies both got greenlit and they just sort of jump to their conclusions. I don't like where this is going. It, ir- it irritates me a little bit because both of them, like, they're just like, they're happening, they're happening, they're happening. You're like, yeah, I'm into the story. And then all of a sudden, there's five minutes of the whole movie's wrapped up. For instance, Beetlejuice. I was irritated. They made Beetlejuice like this this likable character, but then in the last five minutes, he becomes like an asshole and everyone's like, get rid of him. Like, there was no buildup. Nah. Like, there's a lot of world building, but then the last five minutes, it's kind of like, oh, you're supposed to hate this guy. And I'm like, but I fucking like Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's one of the biggest problems a lot of people had with Beetlejuice was there wasn't enough Beetlejuice in it. But, okay. I mean, the story's not... Yeah, I mean... It's kind of like when we were talking about Mad Max, like the movie is the movie's called Beetlejuice, which is kind of false advertising, but yeah. the movie is the story is not about him. It's about no, it's the Maitlands. A, exactly. It's about the, and so, it's yeah. about the it's about the afterlife and death and I yeah. I understand that, but I just feel like like the whole Beetlejuice thing like at the end like, you know, they're getting married and stuff and I feel like that whole thing was rushed. Like they could have made him an asshole and made me hate him more, but I was just kind of like, "Oh, okay. So now they don't like him because they did not yeah. you know, hate him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was my problem with that. And then the same thing goes with like Bill and Ted is like we're, we're going through time and we're picking up all these historical figures. And then all of a sudden we're at the mall. There's like this side story. <laughs> I love that scene like, so much. It's one of the best scenes of the movie. <laughs> There's this side story happening of them like going after the keys. And I'm just like, what? Like it's just and then they're, and then they're all in jail and it was just everything was just handed over to 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 nicely and I guess I expect I expect movies to be better than that because nowadays we see, get a I lot sh- of good movies that are written. I should have put a disclaimer up front at least about well <laughs> definitely not necessarily about Beetlejuice but Bill and Ted like when you watch Bill and Ted wh- when you start the movie and the opening scenes well not the necessarily the opening scene but right after the opening scene when you have george carlin breaking the fourth wall and just giving you a giant exposition dump like from then on you're just like okay so i guess i just need to be along this along for the ride in this type of movie and you just kind of (laughs) yeah you just kind of you're not along for the ride you just kind of go along with it it's one of those movies i was it's an it's an autopilot movie it is. It, it just sort of like, it, it, it. I feel like it was from scene to scene, they were just sort of making up, oh, and then they should do this. Oh, and then they should do this. Like, seriously, that whole mall scene, I was like, someone was like, oh man, it'd be really funny if Genghis Khan- Was on a trampoline? Yeah, yeah. Beating yes. up security guards? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it is genius, exactly. Tom. You're overthinking like th- it. <laughs> no, I feel like that whole What if part, jo- What if Joan I, of Arc was running an aerobics class? Right. Brilliant. That's, right. It, that's, it's, like it. a group of, it's a group of us assholes just being like man this scene would be funny man this scene would be funny and they were like well how are we gonna tie them all together 69 yes <laughs> man i am shocked i'm interested to, i'm shocked. interested i'm interested to find out what you rated the right what you rated them yeah get get to it man how'd you rate uh, them i would give bill and ted just because i love stupid movies uh i would give it like a 4.2 retardises oh wow oh oh okay well you made it sound like you're gonna give it like half a star yeah I was I was thinking like two. I was thinking like two. It's the ultimate Saturday afternoon 
just lounging on the couch movie. No, yeah, no, I, I, I like it. Like, I, I can imagine, like, getting really drunk and just, like, throwing it on, and that would be way more fun. I watched it sober, by the way. Uh, Beetlejuice, I would have to give that just a three. Wow. Man. Okay. Beetlejuice a three. You're not, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. You're not a big Burton fan, though, right? You've never really been a it's big Burton fan. It's one of Burton's best movies. I, yeah. That's, that's like, heyday Tim Burton. I know. I, you know what? I, no, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm a big fan of uh, Batman. Uh, I like uh, Edward Scissorhands, yeah, Ed Wood, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I never saw that. Uh, I, I yeah. saw, mm. um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Sweeney Todd. P- you, was, did like you just that. say you haven't seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure? I have. <laughs> not. I have. I did say that, and I have not seen it. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> did we just make this automatic oh, for next week? I think it's, <laughs> oh, it's, watch it's, it's, technic- I think it's technically your pick, uh, so I, you can do whatever you're you want. Wa- you're watching Pee Wee, man. <laughs> you have to watch Pee Wee. Two burdens in a row. Again? Again. Yeah, when you, well, this is like Bill and Ted. When you watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure, don't take it so seriously just okay i don't know francis <laughs> <laughs> just, i don't know why that was funny just, <laughs> you'll see when you watch the yeah, movie you'll see you'll see just take it as some weird dude is looking for his bike that's all you have to know going I'm into it i'm just trying to find my bike <laughs> <laughs> i know what you guys yeah i know who peewee is hey, i watched peewee's playhouse i just never saw the real movies. hey real quick man the director of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, a gentleman named Stephen Herrick, mm-hmm. he's directed three other movies that you really like. You want to hear them? Sure. The very first Critters. Okay. Uh, the Mighty Ducks. And Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Wow, so that's like heavy 80s director. I've never seen the baby's dead. No, the no, baby's the, not dead. The baby's alive. That you sadist psychopath. <laughs> the babysitter's dead. Yeah. Oh, but they okay. don't they're not supposed to tell their mom about it. <laughs> All, right. All right. So Pee-wee's big Christina? adventure. Is that Christina Applegate? Yes. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, no, yeah, you're right. I, I, I always mix it up with the adventures in babysitting, but yeah. Elizabeth Shue? Yeah. Did I have the biggest, Elizabeth Shue? I have the biggest heart They're both 80s babes. Married married with children. I love that show. <laughs> on that note. No. <laughs> All right. So as we promised at the start of the show, we know it's been an eternity, but Tyrone and John are finally back for another segment of I'd Watch Woo! That. And to be honest, um, they we actually haven't been able to get a hold of them. And they kind of just dropped off the face of the earth. And I, Tom actually thought they might have been dead. Um, but they are alive. Um, they are alive and well. We have no clue what the hell they've been doing. Uh, so we're going to find out. <laughs> so we got a hold of uh, Tyrone this week. And uh, he said they'd love to come on. So, guys, are are you on the line? Can you hear us? Hello? Is this on? Yes. Yes, we can hear you guys. Hey, guys. Welcome. Uh, hey, guys. We're alive. We're here. You're alive. Good. So, where, what have you guys been up to? We haven't heard from you in, in ages. Oh. Like, what, were you, what have you guys been doing? What have you guys well, been doing? Uh, when the weather turns, uh, we need to figure... Well, we're, we're doing it with the winter. <laughs> with the winter? You guys have winter there? Is that a toilet? Huh? Uh, sorry. Did somebody, did somebody just flush the toilet? Um, no. Part, part, part of the lab. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> are you sure? I'm pretty sure we, we keep um, hearing a toilet. A yeah. We are in studio lab. Just, you know, working on work. Just for the for the season. Uh, okay. Oh, you guys got a new season of your show coming out? Um, uh, uh, the yearly season, 2024. Oh. Okay. Oh, I think you need a new calendar, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, all right. So, 
So everybody's just been dying uh, to to hear from you guys again. Uh, they they love hearing about uh, your little movie matinee parties that you guys have. Uh, so we wanted to check in with you this week. Number one, to make sure you're live, which you are. But number two, you know, what have you guys watched recently? You know, start telling us about a movie you guys have oh, checked out. It, uh, in, in preparation for our forest run, uh, watched story about the woman with. She likes a lot of men. Lots, lots of little, lots of men. She's looking for a taker <laughs> after running away. Wants to be with herself as well as men. And grandma uh, gives her a, a white tomato. And then it makes her tummy hurt. So, so she, in, uh, in, uh, instead of uh, going to uh, the doctor, she goes home to rest it off. And then her men, men, run like, they run like men and figure. Wait, wait, who are these men? Like, why, why is she with all these I men? Like a cult. What do they do in this cult? How many men? Uh, I want to say there's a. They all have beards because that's their cult. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys? You guys are. You guys are totally guys in are the bathroom. There... <laughs> Our studio lab. And, and and so the studio lab has a uh a uh, uh, water pipe <laughs> that needs uh. It's water-powered electricity. Right. It, uh, right. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, fair enough. it's a cult. Oh, yes, the cult. I almost forgot for a minute you guys are talking about a movie. So there's bearded men in a cult, and this woman's there, and she ate a white tomato that made her tummy hurt, and she went to sleep. I think Exactly. I, and, and it looked, they say it's a cartoon. Uh, she, you could have fooled me. I, I was not mistaken for for real life. It looked real to these eyes. So, I think I know what movie it is, but I kind of want to hear you guys tell us how it ends. So, how did the movie I end? I think I know what it is, too. Was it a good ending? Uh, uh, I fell asleep during it. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it, though. We, 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 we started our weekend uh, flip-flop journey, and, and so the ending was um, uh, unsure of us. Okay. Did you guys watch Snow White? <laughs> <laughs> that, good, good choice. Good option. That's what we watched. Yeah, yeah all, all right. right. She had a lot of friends. She had a lot of male bearded cult friends. Cult friends, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a... They were coal diggers, and she was a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so did you guys like it? What type, uh, what's uh, what's your rating for um, it? Um, I had three and a half uh, beers during it, and then switched to <laughs> Crab Rangoon. <laughs> What about you, John? Did you like I it? I had about four beers and fell asleep on a burrito. <laughs> oh, nice. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, you guys... So it's a pretty, pretty good experience. All in all, a great success. Well, you guys should watch the ending, though, because uh, there's a prince that comes and wakes her up. It's actually a, a pretty timeless ending to to the movie. What Are you guys flushing the toilet again? I can confirm that we are not flushing the toilet. What is going on over there? What are you guys doing? No. Well, uh, as 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 you know, when April comes around and the spring starts to flower, the taxes need to be reconciled. Uh, so we uh, don't we don't have um, uh, a paper shredder uh, that, that we use. So we 
the, the the only the only the only other way uh uh water no paper trail here <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are you, you guys are flushing your taxes down the toilet in your studio lab yeah you, you got us <laughs> one, one gave it away <laughs> I I think you might get in trouble I, with the IRS. I, I, I wouldn't I, do I that. Hope, yeah, uh, I, I would. I, w- uh, I hope this is a personal call and not on the on the government. <laughs> You're a little late on your taxes, anyways. I think that was that was like weeks ago that you had to file uh, to, those. To, to each his own. To each his own. <laughs> well, we sent them. Oh my gosh! Well, I, 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 I put uh, you as my son, so I don't. <laughs> you guys, you guys are gonna overflow the toilet. I, I wouldn't. Backing up. Oh, backing up. Uh, Mr. Predictor here. Oh. It's not good. It's not looking oh. great. It's not taking. It's not taking the envelope. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, hey guys. Suggestions are welcome. Hey guys, uh, I would get a plunger number one. Number two, I would. That sounds, that sounds like a Q-tip. I don't know if that's the same thing. <laughs> I don't have a towel. I don't have a towel. No. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, hey, hey guys. I think we'll let you go because it sounds like you might have a, a little bit of a, a tax crisis on your hands. <laughs> hey. Everything's fine. Okay. Hey, uh, before we let you guys go, uh, for people that want to. Oh, my shoes are wet. My shoes are wet. For people that want to follow you guys, where can people follow you guys online? I don't want. I don't want that. That's you don't want. I, I, you don't want people to follow you follow online. The, the 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 world is full of fear. <laughs> Did you say beer or fear? Both. Okay. Thankfully. So yes. you so you guys don't have Facebook or Instagram I have or Twitter. A mailbox that uh, uh, if you uh, if you'd like to write, you can address. Don't ad- don't address Tyrone um, or my brother. Uh, just uh, uh, go ahead and address John, please. My knuckle-headed friend Nikki took my computer and he didn't give it back. So <laughs> how about how I about, don't have? How about this? Do you guys want us to help you set up uh, an Instagram or a Twitter so people can follow you? Yes. Can we also get a plunger? Y- yeah, I don't <laughs> think we can set that up for you right now, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's awesome. All right, well, thank you guys for for jumping on. We're glad you're okay. Um, thank you guys. Always oh, fun. God. Uh, uh, Stranger danger is the key to uh, adulthood. <laughs> so, so that means you don't want to be followed. No, I, I'd rather not. Uh, poor, uh, please. My biggest fear is to look behind and see people. <laughs> Oh, well, it's they're not actually following you. It's just a term. It's so a metaphor. You, so you're it's social that, media. That's you're what, online. That's what that's what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, when we get uh, when after we hang up, we'll we'll reach out to you guys and we'll help you get these set up. Okay, because there's a lot of people that that like hearing what you watch, and I, I think you guys might get some more fans for your show if you do this. So you want us to give you a <laughs> hand? Good. Yes, but don't call us for like 30 minutes because I need to dry my socks. Okay. And if I charge this phone, I can't use my dryer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll wait, even send you a plunger. We, yes. We'll wait, we'll wait 30 that minutes, okay? Great. Awesome. I, 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 I'm excited for it. I'm excited for that <laughs> You're plunger. welcome. It's going to change your life, man. No more toilet spills, okay? <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't want my life changed. I'd rather just be me. I just want my okay. life changed. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for jumping on. Thanks, guys. That's all we got for our listeners today. Uh, don't forget, you know, uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please, wherever you listen to podcasts, don't forget to check us out and subscribe and share it with your friends. And we will. We. It's not working again. We'll check you guys out next week. Thank you. See ya. Not anymore socks. <laughs> Why are you flushing socks now? <laughs> Whatever works. Whatever works. Thank you for listening to the Bullshit Podcast. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bullshit Podcast. And for more nonsense, visit evenmorebullshit.com.